Oh, are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry? You little uh, okay. <laughs> oh Honestly, though, when I was writing this, this first one that we're gonna talk about, I was like reading um, some of the quotes and article I linked, and I was low key. I, I, I almost teared up. I almost shed a tear. I was like, this is really cute. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Say it. Oh no. <laughs> what? I voted today. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. I got my sticker on. Can you see it? Can you see it? I can't can see it. it? I made a it? comment about it earlier. Yeah, I know. I just want to make sure you can see it again. I can see it's it. It's cute. Yeah. It is cute. Have you seen that like TikTok where there's like a competition in like some random city where for the I voted sticker and it's like kids' drawings? And <laughs> yes, yes. And and like 75% of the vote is this atrocious drawing of a monster. No, it's literally drew. like 99%. <laughs> like it's yeah. gonna win. Oh, just- that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Uh sadly, we did not get those. Shuri is upset. She said we need normal stickers. Yeah. Uh, what's that? You have more to say? I personally think normal stickers are bogus but they are fun to slap on your shirt and see we practice what we preach here on exhausted pod we said vote in the primaries we vote in our primaries so i know that's the downside about voting absentee is i don't get a sticker i'm sorry my mom also voted in the maryland primaries today whoop, whoop. go mom <laughs> what did you do today how are you today um i worked because i you know do that <laughs> I work too, boo. My voting place is a block away. Took well, legally, minutes. you get an hour. Yeah, see, there you go. So it doesn't matter where your polling place is. I did it in a third of that time. Wow, congrats. You should have just walked really slow. All Take right. your hour. Capitalism owes you nothing. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, I just work. work. I've, I've been hella busy. I really didn't do anything today, but I'm looking forward to Friday because... The weather's supposed to be great. Shuri's going to daycare and it's our first summer Friday of the year. So I am off hey. at 1 p.m. So you best believe I'm going to go up to the rooftop pool and hey. lay out with my book and just enjoy myself for the rest of the evening. That sounds nice. Nick and I are going to attempt to go to Jazz in the Garden. Um, oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, they are out of like pre-tickets, but apparently at 10 a.m. on Friday, they release like day of tickets. Yeah. So it's like the only Friday I think that we both could go for the rest of the time they're doing it. So cross your fingers for us. We should have been more on top of it, but we kind of forgot. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. I'll keep an eye on the walking girls group chat because people are always like, Oh, I have these tickets. I can't go anymore. Blah, blah, blah. So, oh, okay. That'd be nice. I mean, if we, if we can't go, we'll probably just, I don't know. We'll probably go say Nope. Cause we're probably going to see it at some point this weekend. So cute. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of Nick, I have an announcement really quick just to make it official. So um, this podcast is canceled and I will. Oh, thank God. No, Uh, you're (laughs) bogus. You're so bogus. I'm just kidding. This podcast is not canceled, but I'm starting a new one with Nicholas uh, about Glee because for the longest time, for like months, we've been talking about wanting to do a Glee rewatch because now it's on Disney Plus and it's not going anywhere anytime soon because 
Disney owns the rights to Glee now. So we're like, oh my God, we should watch it. And then it turned into like, oh, we should have like maybe a podcast about it. And then I finally got Nick to buy an actual microphone. Um, this boy was thinking he could use his headphone microphone to do it. Oh, no, no, Nick, you're not ghetto here. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the the same mic we have. And, um, you know, I was working on some promo art, made a little trailer, and it's actually happening. We're going to record the first two episodes at the end of this week at some point. Um, but basically, we're just going to be going episode by episode, talking about cringe things like worst performances, best performances, yeah. MVPs, cringe Will Schuster there's moments. There's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot. Things that didn't age well, all that stuff. It probably won't be that long an episode. We're aiming for like half hour episodes, but um, it'll be fun. And I implore you all to go follow at the glee version that's what it's called get it because like all the songs were called glee cast version but you can't call a podcast the uh, glee uh, cast uh, version so we just called it the glee version please I go follow like in pop culture too you would just say like oh the glee version precisely yes you know um, i think it's a good title and it's not been taken by the myriad of other glee podcasts that exist which so. is kind of surprising like how did nobody else think of that come on y'all yeah, I don't know, but we're filling a hole in the market because I did my research and there's currently oh no Glee podcast currently dropping episodes. In fact, the official one with, well, the quote unquote official unofficial with Jenna Ushkowitz and Kevin McHale just randomly stopped at some point last year. And that was like the preeminent Glee podcast. Yeah. So we're filling a hole um, and I think it'll be fun. And yes, please go vo- follow at Digley version. Wait, very much appreciated. You haven't speaking, done it yet, Eliana Reed. I literally did. So shut the fuck up. Oh, you did? Um. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. To be fair, um, I haven't checked it in like 45 minutes. So. Why would you then immediately accuse me of not following you? That's super rude. <laughs> I don't um, know. This podcast is in fact canceled. No. <laughs> no. Um, no. What I was going to say, did you know that Ashley Green from Twilight has a Twilight podcast? Really? Yes. <laughs> that sounds fun. I would listen to that. Yeah, she is out here talking about Twilight. So good for her. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yes, we this podcast will live on this one we are on right now. However, a hiatus is coming because uh Ely is about to go into hell for election season and we're gonna give her a break, but that won't be until probably like what Labor Day. Yeah, I'm probably. Yeah. So you got like a month and change left with us before that break. <laughs> but thank you for giving me room for that little announcement. Very exciting. I already took my notes for episode one. Oh, damn. The you very first... watching them together? Uh, I mean, maybe, but like we can't always watch together. So wow. Yeah. The, the very first note I wrote in, in my notebook was Emma Pillsbury is so fucking annoying because I hate my god i hate her character i hate how long they dragged out her and will's relationship oh i hate that they ended up together i hate everything about them but she's so cringe literally i forgot that in the pilot she opens up the yearbook and legit draws a heart around his face like she's such a simp for all the wrong Ooh, reasons uh, you're a grown-up yeah a grown woman anyway let's move on let's get started <laughs> with the news um i actually added a last minute thing that just happened about an hour ago to the outline. Yes. So because people are finally starting to realize that the Supreme court is a fucking joke, especially in its current state, um, our elected officials are, you know, in crumbs, but 
trying to deal out codifications for certain things, uh, certain human rights that should have been, you know, codified a long time ago. But um, right, right. Today, the House passed the Respect for Marriage Act, which would codify legal same-sex marriage nationwide. And this is obviously in response to fears that the Supreme Court will rescind this right in the wake of Roe v. Wade and in the wake of Clarence Thomas and his trash, uh, trash comments. Um, so the vote was 267 to 157 and 47 Republicans joined the unanimous Democrats in supporting the legislation. It's still crazy to me that like there's 157 elected Republicans that were like, mm, no, no. Right. <laughs> and it's like, literally, for what reason do you have for saying no? Yeah. So next it's going Hating to the Senate. Bitches. Yeah, it's going to the Senate, which like this sounds like the odds are against it because they need 10 Republican senators to vote yes. But because it's such a like it's it's not as hot button an issue, people genuinely don't know if like there if that's going to be an issue. Like there could very well be 10 Republican senators that will vote for it. Right. And then right. it just gets sent to Biden, of course. So fingers crossed, because that would be that would be nice. And apparently yeah, I mean it's Your 2022. Thoughts? I mean, I, yeah. no, no, no. I have thoughts like what you just said. Like, I don't know. It, 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 I feel like 10 isn't that many. If we could get 47, we can get 10. But it's just like, why is this yeah. even? A, why is this even? Literally at this point, like, it's like this is purely a religious thing. If you are not in favor, it's because of religion. It's because of Christianity. I mean, and it, it honestly just makes no sense. Like some, even not even like non-political people, but like I don't know if you've seen, you know, those like on the street interview like videos. People oh, yeah. will be like, oh, yeah, gay marriage to each their own. I don't really care. And then they'll be like, oh, but like, you know, abortion rights. No, immediately. No. Yeah, or like they'll be the opposite. <laughs> and it's like, what are you saying? It makes no sense. Uh, speaking of abortion and women's rights, though, the House Democrats do plan to vote later this week on a similar bill, which would codify the rights contraception, because that's also in danger of being shipped away by the Supreme Court. Um, so I think that there's kind of a dark humor to like the House being like, oh, we need to protect all these things now. Literally running but, around. Um, you know, at least they're doing something. Late. At least they're doing something. Yeah. But right. Um, yeah. Definitely know. years too late, eons yeah. late. And I'm glad they're doing it now while they still have a fighting chance ahead of the midterms because <laughs> who the fuck knows how that's going to turn this out? This is their last ditch effort to get yeah. reelected. <laughs> but even now, as we know, because the Senate's so tight, it's like, can they do it? We shall see. I think I think this bill, like I said, is is the greatest chance at like the Senate actually passing something. So fingers crossed. We'll find out very soon. <laughs> I can get married one day. Uh, so <laughs> moving on, uh, the NASA rover Perseverance is on Mars right now. And according to the story, it found traces of debris that flew off a descent vehicle in February, 2021, an earthen vehicle. Oh. Um, as you can see, Shuri, see Shuri, she knows this is bullshit because I'm not buying it. Aliens. Look at that picture. Look at that picture. That okay, is like, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me look at it. Give me a second. Look at Give it. me a second. You guys, it looks like a clump of string. Oh, it looks like a clump of string. That is how, are not they, organic how do they material. know for sure? It was, it was, it was theirs. Exactly. This They're just be, assuming. I know this could be Martian string. <laughs> I think that this is from like little, some little Martian hand weaving class and it blew away oh, in the wind. <laughs> they were like, no, my project. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. I think this is that's what's afoot here. And of course, we're like that has to be us. We're the only yeah, ones out here. <laughs> I'm not buying this earth debris stuff. I think they're just trying to throw <laughs> us off the scent when they they release all these pictures. Like, remember the hut on the moon? And they were like, it's not a hut. It's just a rock. No, I feel like they're releasing these that things. That was somebody's into, home. Yeah, I think they're telling us that these things are not legit, like to hide the fact that they are. Like, remember the, anybody these the doorway on Mars, too, that they were like, it's just a natural formation. Not buying it. Nobody. Natural formation, my ass. Exactly. BS. So I just wanted to, you know, get the sheep woke, um, as they say. <laughs> the sheep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, Uber. They have agreed to pay Uber. more. Than, uh, Uber. I've never heard of Uber, Uber Jabber. Jabber. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, they agreed to pay more than ten, or excuse me, two million dollars to settle claims brought by the U.S. government that its wait time fees discriminated against customers with disabilities because how it works is. You know, if a disabled person calls an Uber, and you know how you ha- you only have two minutes to get to the car, there's like a fee. Yeah. Those people often need more than two minutes, but the fees would still kick in, which is discriminatory and not cool. Super. Um, Yeah. So Uber agreed to waive charges for disabled users going forward, which is good um, because more than a thousand people had complained about the fees. uh, And they also like, they kind of denied wrongdoing because they were like, our policy is to refund wait fees, but like- it doesn't make any sense. How about you just make it so it doesn't happen in the first place? Yeah. So yes, um, Uber has agreed to pay $2 million to those thousand riders who complained, as well as half a million more to some people identified by the Department of Justice in the suit. Good. And so you know what? The whole good. refund thing is actually bullshit because then they're putting the work on you. They're, they have exactly. that policy so that you'll just say, oh, this is too hard. Like it's only a couple dollars, whatever. And then they yeah. get your money. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's bogus. So yeah. Fuck you, Uber. Yeah, I'm glad that their hand was forced. Yeah, I'm a strict Lyft gal now. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the last time I took an Uber. Like, all you that. You want to know something what? so funny? Yeah, I downloaded me. the Uber app to get uh, Uber from the airport when I was in Milwaukee. And I hadn't used the Uber app in so long that it's like recent locations for me were a Brothers on Water, <laughs> my old apartment on Wisconsin Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> and um a bar on Marquette's campus that we used to go to every week. I was like, oh, and the bridal shop I used to work at. I was like, oh Mm-mm. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who needs Uber? All those dark sad colors. Lyft is where it's at. All the Lyft great, is happy fun so colors. much better as a company, too. Like they'll give you a free ride to get an abortion, ladies. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I only use Uber app to use their e-bikes because their e-bikes do slap. I do have to say they go the fastest and they're the lightest too. (laughs) I'd be zooming on those things. Um, Speaking of zooming, BMW, my last story. So BMW, you can now have heated seats for a subscription fee. What the of, hell? Um, this is only happening in the UK for now. So the subscription fee is 10 pounds a month, which is the equivalent of about 12 US dollars a month. But yeah, they're trying to spin this as like a positive thing where if you if you can't afford to just get like the heated seats added on to your to the base price like normal, you can add them as a subscription. But as multiple people noted, this subscription, since it's kind of like on like it doesn't just stop at some point, you're probably going to pay way more in the long way run. More. Yeah. <laughs> and also no word yet on whether or not you can like pause it. Cause I do think 
there would be some meat to this if you could subscribe like during the winter months, you know, so you could subscribe when yeah, it's cold because you don't, sense. you don't need them when it's warm, right, but right. you'd still probably end up paying more. But I just think this is a very silly development. Like who Choices. thought of this? Choices. Yeah, who thought of this? Some Brit was like, you know what? <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's the end of the news for today. Interesting. All right. Well, I have some very interesting music news um, in the queue here. Okay. Oh. Um, all right. Are you, I, I'm sure you can already see this on the outline, but apparently today Spotify News posted just simply on their story. I tried <laughs> to like investigate more and this was literally just like a, a graphic that they posted on their story and that was it. So I was like, okay. Um, and so apparently there are more than 26,000 Eddie Munson themed playlists on Spotify. That's insane. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Eddie Munson is a character from the recent season of stranger things. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is more than like a 300. This is like more than a 300,000% increase since the release of stranger things four. And I was like, oh yeah, no shit. Who had an Eddie Munson playlist before the character was even created? (laughs) (laughs) That's but 20, over 26,000 is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's And also like I lot. I feel like I'm like brainstorming all the different things that that can mean. Like 80s rock, of course, I'm sure there are yeah. some. But then also is there like some girlies who like are obsessed with Eddie Munson making like I don't know, weird love playlists about Eddie. Well, what I'm wondering is like I'm wondering what prompted them to release this number because I'm just imagining that there's probably other recent pop culture moments that elicited many a playlist. Like I know for sure after euphoria, (laughs) euphoria, the amount of euphoria playlist people were making, I'm sure that was a good number. Do you remember the songs that would kill Prince Philip on the spot? And then they kept changing it. It was like songs that would K word Prince Philip on the spot. And then they changed songs that don't harm old men. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it was just a bunch of like Sophie songs. (laughs) Yeah, that's that funny. Was internet that was such a fun internet moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. She said, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, I know you like Young Gravy, right? Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> how many bitches can we fit in the test? She turned on behind <laughs> you. She did. Shut up. <laughs> Alexa. Stop talking. Damn. Um, yes. Everything's about her, apparently. I know. Well, this is exciting because it's not about her. It's about Young Gravy and it's not about his Tesla song. Um, But he earned his first Hot 100 entry with his new, like, I don't know if you heard on TikTok, but it's like an absolute bop um, called Betty Get Money. And it debuted at number 68 this week. So congrats, Young Gravy. Wow. Good for him. I have not heard it. I actually have not been on TikTok a lot recently, which is probably good for me. Um, But I do enjoy Young Gravy. His album Sensational, I listened to a lot a couple of years ago and it actually slaps. And as we've noted he's before, like, he's from Madison. He's super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this song actually samples the Never Gonna Give You Up. Oh. Yeah. So you're like low-key getting Rickrolled by listening to it, but it's like super fun. It's a really, it's like, it's a, it's a bop, you know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Good so for if him. you haven't heard it, listen to it and then maybe he'll I get will. boosted. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to make sure that she's not making clanging oh. sounds. 
Okay. And then also this week, Harry Styles reaches 10 weeks at number one on the hot 100, which, um, is not, is not a lot. There have been more, but it's milestone. So I'm going to say <laughs> you could, you could hear yourself reaching for the story. <laughs> it's like, not a story. I just here? always looking for an excuse to talk about Harry. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, Wait, I love him. I just realized something sad. We're probably going to be on break when Don't Worry Darling comes out. So we won't be able to talk about it. Uh. Ah. <laughs> hey, I'm excited. All right. Honestly, I don't care that much about actor Harry. Oh my God. Tell your dog to stop slamming shit around. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 I was caught slipping because I, I had my foot underneath her so that she wouldn't make noise. And then I moved. God, dang. Bad timing. Bad timing. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm assuming you're done with music. So I guess I can go into entertainment now. Fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot actually, but wow. we're going to talk about it. So one thing I'm elated by, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, the Amazon prime video user interface has been absolute trash for literally a decade. It's, it's so awful. bad. I just saw Twitter thread about this. Yeah. It's, it's, Awful. Like everyone, I don't know what has taken so long, but they're finally, they're finally getting a user interface, like complete redesign. Jesus it looks Christ. great. Um, this story I saw like a couple days, I think it was like Sunday night or something. And they said it would be rolling out this week. I just checked before the pod and mine still has not switched over, but I oh. can't fucking wait because I actually use prime like quite, quite a good amount. I would say, um, I think it's a good service and I was just watching using it a lot for the boys, of course, and it's just really awful. So I cannot wait for this and hopefully it gets to me and to you soon. <laughs> Long overdue. I feel like, I don't know if this is part of it, but like their genre suggestions are so weird. Like the other day I was looking at Amazon to try and watch <laughs> something and it suggested Jennifer's body as a comedy. I don't know. To me, it that's is kind of a comedy. I mean, but I feel like it's, it's not like in it. Yeah. So it's not like really a comedy, but it's a comedy because it's like silly. I don't know how to explain it, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I love their, they do have really specific suggestions and sometimes they're really funny. It'll be something yeah. stupid like teen comedy Romance starring repressed scene. emo girl <laughs> with laughs. I don't know. Or something. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah. It's like they, it's like at the bookstore, how they like started separating different romance stories, with like different tropes. Oh, yeah. That's like what Amazon tries to do. And it's like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't need that, <laughs> but I like it though. It's funny. Yeah. And also this new update shows they have what Netflix has now where they have like a top 10, you can see what's doing the best. And it showed us that the boys, even though season three already ended, it's at number two still. So wow, love the boys, love the success. Um, you should watch it. Let's move on. Uh, have you heard of the lo-fi girl stream on YouTube? Um, I don't know. I've seen people do lo-fi streams on YouTube, so it could have been that person, but. So this is like the lo-fi stream. Uh, it's literally called lo-fi girl channel and it's been, hold on. I got the numbers here. Let's see. Uh, it has been continuously streaming for about two years and there's two, there's two streams. So there's beats to relax slash study to, and then beats to chill slash sleep to, and they have almost 800 million combined views and have racked up 21,000 hours of playtime. And the channel has 10 million subscribers. And all of a sudden 
this was like last week or the week before the channel got taken down. It was copyright struck and it was devastating to everyone. And when I heard about this, I was also shocked because I would tune in to the Slow fi Girl stream a lot in college when I was, I think it, I think it came about like in my junior, senior year and I would listen to it. It really is good music to relax to slash study oh, yeah. to. I have like, multiple lo-fi playlists. Yeah, like lo-fi hip hop beats, you know, it makes you think of like chill anime. Lo-fi girl herself is like a little anime girl just chilling and studying. And we love her and we love her flow. And she was just like completely tanked by YouTube. But what's funny and glorious is that um, this week, YouTube put it back up and they actually apologized and said it was a, a bogus copyright claim. So wow. Lo-Fi Girl YouTube rides owes again. Her, YouTube owes Lo-Fi Girl some bag. That's what I'm hearing. I agree. I mean, definitely missed revenue in like the week it was down. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, but she's back. So we're happy about that. And my last story isn't really a story, but since we're so light on entertainment news and because Comic-Con is returning this week, it starts tomorrow in San Diego and it runs through Saturday where we get the MCU panel hopefully there'll right, be some announcements there yeah, yeah so we'll be talking about all that next week but in honor of comic-con and because it's slow i wanted to talk about this interesting list that variety put out today variety is a very well-respected trade um hollywood trade uh it's the the 50 best performances uh in comic book films from the last 50 years so they they rank them and I wanted to talk about particularly top 15. Don't look at it. I, I will. I want them to be a surprise to you. Did you look already? No. Okay. So we're going to go through them. Number 15, they say, is Wesley Snipes from the first Blade movie. Interesting. That's very high. Um, don't really have an opinion. Number 14 is Tom Holland from Spider-Man No Way Home. I agree. He's great. At, he's great in that. Um, definitely. His I best also, I too enjoyed him in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 13, they put Josh Brolin in Avengers infinity war for playing Thanos. Which, okay. You know, I mean, it's a good mocap performance. Yeah. You know? Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Number 12, Robert Downey Jr. For the first Iron Man. Of course. Of course. Forever iconic. <laughs> yeah. No, this is where we get a little weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for this one. Number 11. Don't tell me it's somebody from DC. It is. Um, no. Number 11. Now, you guys, keep in mind, this is 11 out of, out of 50. They put Gal Gadot for the first Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Uh I have absolutely zero words because I that is a fucking joke. Yeah. That is a fucking joke. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, <laughs> I actually, no, I'm not sorry. I literally don't care. Everybody, you know, that movie was trash and y'all know it. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, like they put uh, Andrew Garfield from No Way Home at like number 49. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. They did what now? Yeah. Um, so that's completely bogus. Did y'all watch No Way Home? <laughs> And did I mean, you watch Wonder Woman? That's the question. <laughs> did you watch Wonder Woman? I mean, apparently they did if they put Tom Holland at 14, but let's move on. Um, number 10 is Chris Evans in Avengers Endgame. Well deserved. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Now, now this one I have thoughts about. Okay. You're probably going to call me racist, but. Um, <gasps> number, is it Chadwick <laughs> Boseman is T'Challa? I will literally murder yes. you. Yes. Get yes. Out. Get out. Okay. Um, how do you move somebody from, okay. from Zoom? Okay. I like that movie, Remove. but oh my God. I like that movie. But the thing that's always bothered me about the plot is that he doesn't really have 
a lot to do like emotionally like i'm not saying he's bad but his character there's not a lot of depth there i think the strength of the film lies in like everything else besides t'challa oh wait um, did it say black panther or does it just say it says black panther like the movie black panther yeah the movie so mm-hmm. I, I would I, argue that his performance in civil war would yeah, warrant that exactly but it's better panther, maybe not yeah but he just didn't have like well we'll get back to black panther in a second at the spot oh i do agree with, <gasps> yeah Wait, there's someone else from Black Panther on this list. That's oh higher? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, <laughs> number eight, Ryan Reynolds in the first Deadpool. I agree with that. Yeah, he's good with Deadpool. Number seven is the spot that I think should have been probably number two. Um, but that's Hugh Jackman and Logan. An amazing performance melted me to tears when I saw that movie for the first time. Oh and I just God. think him as Wolverine is probably my favorite cast, like comic book casting ever. So mad respect should have been higher, but top 10 is good. Number six is a little strange. Alfred Molina for Spider-Man two. Good. But like okay. number six, I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty high. Yeah. Number five okay. is Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, his Academy award winning role. Now here's the thing. Yes, I can't judge. I didn't see that movie. But oh, he's I, he's great in it. The movie is is interesting, but he's great. So I mean, number five. I mean, sure. I think if he didn't win the Oscar for it, they probably would definitely. Have five. There's like yeah. social pressure now to put him up high on the list. Yeah, number four. I also don't agree with. It's Christopher Reeve in the original Superman, way back from 1978. <laughs> he's like actually pretty wooden in that movie to me, and I think this was just a respect call out like put some respect on his name type of thing but number four mm, yeah i don't know about that one babes (laughs) okay so number three is where we get our black panther resurgence i want to try and guess who it is hold on hold on let me try and guess who it is (sighs) okay top 50 no i should i should i should say I agree with this person being higher than chadwick chadwick i think number three is a oh is it michael b jordan yes Michael okay. B. Jordan, Black Panther. I think he's definitely better than Chadwick in that movie. Yeah, he, has he definitely has more. more yeah, definitely has and definitely plays up the emotion thing. I think simply because he's the villain and because he's like low key spitting during that movie. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But yeah, he had a lot of depth and he conveyed it very well. So, top 10, yes. Agree, Michael B. Jordan. Number two is Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. Really? I mean, she is kind of iconic in that movie as Catwoman. She is, yeah. So, I mean, sure, number two. (laughs) And I think number one is kind of obvious. Do you want to guess who number one is? Christian Bale is Batman. No, Christian Bale? (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? No, he was in like the 40s somewhere. Are you joking? Were you being serious? (laughs) Yes, because everybody loves him. Everybody loves I don't know if anyone, everyone loves. I'll tell you what, you're in the right franchise, though. You want to try again? Batman? Yes, you want to try again? Is it like an older Batman? Oh is it Michael God. Keaton? This is so obvious to me. It's fucking Heath Ledger is the Joker in the Dark Knight. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That I agree with. That I agree with. Turning I kind of forgot for grave. a second that I kind of forgot for a second, like, it was... It's just superhero movie performances. I mean, mm-hmm. even though we literally just talked about Michael B. Jordan, I immediately yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much deserved. That is an iconic performance. Um, so sad that he is 
gone because he's so talented and he destroyed that role he really did destroyed it did you know this article reminded me that movie is like two hours and 35 minutes long he only has 33 minutes of screen time slayed wow he's literally the star of the movie (laughs) slayed (laughs) (laughs) anyway we're done let's move on to pop culture oh we have a packed week this week i know Oh, are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Honestly, though, when I was writing this, this first one that we're gonna talk about, I was like reading um some of the quotes in an article I linked, and I was low key. I, I I almost teared up. I almost shed a tear. I was like, this is really cute. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Just say it god damn i'm over here okay jennifer lopez okay now you're cutting me up (laughs) (laughs) jennifer lopez and ben affleck are officially married Uh... i know i literally screaming crying and throwing up and you know what the best part of it is okay so this is what i was talking about two seconds ago how she wrote all about it in her on the j-lo newsletter she has Um, a newsletter Oh my God. That's where, that's, that's where the news broke. That's the main source. <laughs> You're there's kidding. photos. No, there's literally, she, you need to sign up. She's a newsletter. I got to oh, go subscribe to that right now. You do. You really do. So uh, it's called on the JLo, which is like kind of cute, <laughs> but I guess that's really cute. <laughs> spoiler alert. She won't, maybe won't be able to use that anymore, but <gasps> well, let's talk about it. Well, they're going to call her Jaff. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so they tied the knot in a very humble wedding ceremony. She described it and was talking about how they were waiting in line with complete regulars. Everybody was like so excited to be getting married and everybody was hugging and like, ah. And then she was like, <laughs> at the end, we like barely made it before the chapel closed at midnight. And she said they so kindly kept it open for a couple more minutes. But I was like, y'all really going to close for Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck? Yeah, what the fuck? yeah right. <laughs> um, so they got married in a little ceremony and she had this dress that she's been saving for so many years. And they looked so freaking cute. And they got to take pictures in the little Cadillac. And um, then at the end of the newsletter, she signed it, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. Oh! They're my new Tom and Zendaya. (laughs) Questionable, questionable, but Mm. well, when Tom and Zendaya get married, then they'll be the new Tom and Zendaya. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I would would holler. Imagine Zendaya's (laughs) wedding look. I can't. I literally can't. There's so many. I'm going to vomit. I know. In like the best way. (laughs) I would be like, you didn't know me then, but when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married, that's how I'm going to be again when. You are um, y'all are y'all should be happy. Y'all should be grateful. Some of y'all didn't know me back then. I was really on my extra shit. Um, but also, fun aren't? fact. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll table that discussion. Um, but also, fun fact: my parents also got married at the Little White Wedding Chapel. Yeah, that's Vegas. so cute. So and your mom was freaking out. Oh, of course. My if y'all know my mom. Loves Jenny from the Block. Of Who course, doesn't? Puerto Rican icon, and they're <laughs> both like the same age. So my mom be like, "Oh, JLo did this. I can do that too." And I'm like, "Yeah, mom." <laughs> so super cute. Yeah, we love Jennifer Lopez in this household. I'm really happy for her. Honestly, imagine A Rod's probably like shitting himself right now. Like he gave up a grade A bad bitch 
And look, Precisely. now she's married. Yeah, he's just over there looking like a piece of broken terracotta or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very unfortunate for him, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, in other positive news, really quick, um, it was recently confirmed. I feel like this was floating around on Dumas for a while. And then by the time that Dumas actually posted it to their like blind items page where people can like actually start talking about it, it was already announced. But Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner welcomed their second child, another girl. They have one other child named Willa. Um, Willa? Very excited. Yeah. W-I-L-L-A. Interesting. Yeah. But um, happy for them. But Joe Jonas is also like um, doing his Vegas residency with the Jonas Brothers right now. So I feel like they had to have had this baby like a little while ago. I don't Interesting. Know. Do you think um, their daughter will uh, accept the You're new done. kid? You're done. You're done. Mute. <laughs> I muted you. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so funny. Look, now you're trying to unmute yourself. God damn, why did it take so long? You're so rude. That was funny. Okay, (laughs) now we have some really interesting tea, which I'm livid that this happened literally hours, less than an hour, probably after we re-recorded last week, because I I feel like at this point it's old news. I forgot about it, But we can't not talk about it. No, I did too. But I feel like (laughs) I had to, you know, I was scrolling and then I was like, oh shit, we haven't talked about Chloe and Tristan. Okay. So again, this is kind of old news, but whatever. Um, a spokesperson for Khloe Kardashian confirmed that as of last week, we were quote unquote days away from Khloe welcoming a second child with Tristan Thompson via surrogate. Um, and in the statement, the spokesperson emphasized that this child was conceived in November, which was two months before we found out that Tristan had fathered another child um, shortly after him and Khloe got back together. Which is fucked up because you know that that affair had been lasting for like a couple of months. So that means Tristan knowingly went through this process of conceiving a child via surrogate with Chloe, like knowing that he was also having an affair. I mean, we already knew he was trash, but like this is just like another level. And the statement also said that like Chloe's been keeping the news of the baby really quiet because like she just wants to protect herself and her mental health basically Mm. because she knows she's going to get judged for having another child with her cheating ass trash ass ex, Um, which is honestly really sad, right? Like having a baby is supposed to be like a really happy time for somebody, like regardless of who you are. And this, I mean, men are trash. Like we knew this. Tristan is trash. Ruin everything. Literally ruins everything. Um, But it's also kind of fucked up because people are like saying that like, oh, True Thompson's going to have a sibling, but True literally has, like Tristan Thompson has other kids which is not surprising <laughs> so people are like the fact that chloe's just acting like tristan's other kids are completely illegitimate is kind of bogus but i mean it's whatever right we don't know these people personally but still what's this one up. what's this one going to be called false <laughs> lies and deception <laughs> lies and deception thompson could you imagine <laughs> takes after her daddy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So this is a lot, but, um, congrats, Chloe. I don't even know if I could say congrats, girl. You stuck with that man. 18 years, 18 years. What are the lyrics? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kanye's oh. a little digger. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Um, of course. Although okay. I did not know about the the financier aspect yeah, okay. of it. So let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> so if you're not up to date, Army Hammer, the actor, is um Cannibal. basically. <laughs> Yeah, he said a lot of disturbing accusations came to light in early 2021, including like some cannibalism, uh, definitely like allegedly rape. Yeah, allegedly alleged cannibalism, big alleged. Yeah, Um, were made against him by several women. And then basically in the aftermath of all of that, he was dropped by his talent agency. He withdrew from a movie that he was doing that he was supposed to be doing with Jennifer Lopez. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, call back to like five minutes ago. Um, so yeah, very, very chaotic. He's basically been hiding for the last year and a half. Um, but now apparently, according to a source in via Vanity Fair, Robert Downey Jr. is financially supporting him. So he like paid for him to spend six weeks in rehab last year. And now he's providing him with temporary like housing in Los Angeles. And then he's like providing him with financial assistance to quote unquote, get him back on his feet. Um, and this comes like, well, um, do they know each other? Apparently, but wait, we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, and so this is also coming after people were saying that they spotted him as like a timeshare salesman in the Cayman Islands, which his (laughs) ex-wife and his kids live in the Cayman Islands. And so I feel like that's not surprising to me. Like, I fully believe that. (laughs) It's so funny. It's it's The pictures of him and his little blue polo sitting at this pathetic little desk. I fully believe it. Yeah, I fully believe it. So basically people are saying that they think that Army Hammer is trying to make a return to acting and is like using this as like his redemption story. And if you know, Robert Downey Jr. kind of has not a similar story, but also kind of had the Hollywood redemption story. And he was financially supported by Mel Gibson. And so I feel like he's just trying, like he thinks that he's trying to like do what somebody else did for him, but it's like, bro, a cannibal. Well, yeah, alleged re- cannibal. Is he not realizing that this kind of reflects this poorly is completely back on different. him? <laughs> it well, yeah, and it reflects poorly back on him. Like I, like legit, my opinion of RDJ just lowered when I heard about this. Right now, I saw that, and I was like, okay. I was like why? Yeah. Especially Literally, if they don't why? have like some sort of close relationship. Like it'd be one thing if like RDJ was like his godfather or something or a cousin or whatnot. But like since it seems yeah. so random, it seems like he's making an effort to go out of his way to help to Army Hammer. Some guy and that's, that's literally a rapist. Yeah. Like Alleged money rapist. into a fucking like nonprofit or a charity or I something. I know. There you are got people so that much actually of it. need that. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. Also, people are like, oh, he's completely broke now. And I'm like, if you didn't know this, it's like kind of funny, but like Army Hammer's parent or like family rich. actually like, yeah, it's super rich. They're like the actual Arm and Hammer family. I mean, wasn't like originally owned by them. I think it's just a coincidence that their name matches the company, but like they have money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And so they're not giving him any, which I do think is funny. <laughs> I mean, why would you? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that's happening right now. I, it kind of made me think like RDJ is like the reverse Tyler Perry because like this is basically what Tyler Perry is doing for Haggett. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I, was to, there? I was trying to say <laughs> Harry and Megan and I said Hagen. <laughs> Harry, Prince Harry and Megan Markle live in Tyler Perry's house in Los Angeles and he helped them when they decided to like 
deflect from their royal responsibilities and move to the U.S. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So this is like the same, but worse. Definitely worse. I hope he doesn't eat Robert Downey. (laughs) (laughs) God. I hope he doesn't eat Robert. Like they're they're having a drink, you know. RDJ is like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" Yeah, and Army's like, <laughs> "Yeah, um, fingers crossed, man." <laughs> We're so wrong for that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's all I have for wrong culture. All right. Well, it. Is time for the media moment. It's time for the media moment. And you are first. I am very excited to talk about this because I have a very passionate hatred for the time that I spent (laughs) viewing this piece of media. Okay. I feel like you don't typically talk about things you don't like. So this will be interesting. You're right. I don't, but <laughs> my Hulu app wasn't working. So I couldn't watch only murders in the building this week. It still oh, isn't working. Another excuse. No, like dead ass. I can't open Hulu. It's just straight up not working. So Apple get it together. Anyway, my media moment. I put, I put it like this. I'm going to read exactly what I wrote. This corny ass DB Cooper Netflix doc. <laughs> I can't believe I watched this. It's called <laughs> DB Cooper. Where are you? <laughs> Corny ass name. First of it all, it is. <laughs> Second of all, this is probably the absolute worst unsolved case that you could make a four episode documentary about. <laughs> like literally, this case has absolutely nothing. It's been unsolved for fifty years. We're coming up apparently on the anniversary of fifty years, and it's like, why? What are you going to talk about? There's the no thing, stakes there. Like no one died nothing, except for maybe exact, him. No, it, right. Exactly. So that's like kind of what they talked about in their opening thing. They were like, oh, if this guy like survived, he just pulled off like an incredible like thing because he like successfully was able to finesse the government and nobody got hurt. So like that's cool or whatever. But also like, again, they brought this up in the documentary too. somebody was like, the sketch is so fucking basic that like you can convince yourself that it's anybody. So this this case is so like vague and just like fucking weird. There's thousands of people that are considered suspects on this case and it's not even open anymore. It's closed. The only people that are investigating are internet sleuths and they interviewed some of them and they're all fucking weirdos. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> they just they say they the weirdest shit. And then there's like one guy that they're like convinced is D.B. Cooper. And they'll be like, oh my God, why are you running from us? Why are you hiding? And they're like chasing him and verbally attacking him. I'm like, yeah, he's running away from you. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk to you because you guys are fucking crazy. Leave him alone. But also, wouldn't this guy be like in his 80s? Probably at this point. Yeah, no, it's like old men. They're chasing old men. (laughs) That's Like literally, they were literally like assaulting this guy all up in his oh face God. just let him get away and with he's it he's hiding he, he deserved like, oh, it they were like innocent people wouldn't hide i'm like i would fucking hide from y'all y'all are crazy yeah, damn <laughs> no honestly really horrible documentary. you should just give him a pass i mean if he's done it this well, long also, earned it the thing <laughs> is db cooper was originally like charged i guess with um 
some it was like what he was originally charged with only had a five-year statute of limitations so really like they oh. can't really like do anything about it at this point point. and again nobody got hurt all he did was steal money and then they found some of it on the beach so it's like yeah sorry also if you guys don't know who db cooper is you can google it <laughs> but he hijacked a plane and finessed a ton of money from the government and then jumped out of the plane and was never to be seen again and nobody knows who he is where he is the sketches are super vague like i said could be anybody um yep. really just some big white people shit uh, <laughs> um, i mean yes they did include the clip from loki where they were like oh this is such a prominent thing in pop culture oh and then they included God. the clip from loki season one where he's db cooper which honestly that's a more believable theory than some of the shit y'all be coming up with on the internet yeah well then why did you watch all four episodes of it i fell asleep honestly for a lot of it um again my hulu wasn't working and so i was just like i started it and i was like this better get better because (laughs) i watched the um cecil hotel documentary which i also hated um but that one like had really like it was really like dramatic and so it kind of was like would draw you in or like they drew it out so long that I was like, okay, I have to keep watching because I want to know what they're saying. And then they ended up not saying anything that I didn't already know. So I kind of thought this would be the same way. I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to find out new stuff as this goes on. And I didn't. They just kept talking about this one old man that they keep attacking. <sighs> well, I'm sorry you had your time wasted, but it made for a very entertaining media moment. Yeah, I did. Don't watch it, you guys. I don't know why it's <laughs> trending on Netflix right now. Y'all need to chill. It really isn't shit. The most basic <laughs> ass shit turns on Netflix because, of course, Netflix is by far the most popular service. And let's just be honest, a vast majority of Americans do not have a refined media palette. So they'll right. tune on whatever is shoved in front of their faces I, by Netflix. I literally saw somebody recommend this and they were like, oh my God, so good. I was like, mm, uh, are you stupid? No, <laughs> no there's. I, I genuinely believe that like majority of people in this country think that 99% of the media they watch is just good. Like that's, and they have no, they're like, it was good. It was good. I loved it. Like no analysis, nothing. No, <laughs> I, I have to say, I agree because yeah. Some of the stuff I'm like, y'all like this shit. Uh, <laughs> I eat wonder woman. Oh, <laughs> a great example. <laughs> no realty. You guys wonder woman. Like, I think we both firmly believe the only reason why it succeeded at least critically was I legit think that critics just wanted to give like women a W they were like, okay, it's the first like mainstream woman led superhero film. And it's not like complete, complete garbage. Let's give it an approval. And it just wasn't good. You guys, it was so bad. See, I would actually argue that it is complete garbage (laughs) (laughs) as a woman. I was offended by that movie. It was not wonderful. I was just like, a woman directed this? Okay. Oh my God, Ely. You, I wish you watched Wonder Woman 1984. I refuse. It was even worse. It's like. So bad. It was so corny. cannot act. That's why I was aghast when she was number 11. And that's the thing too, is that visually, like when she was cast, I was like, okay, bet. Like she looks like she could be Wonder Woman. She has the look. Like she's very beautiful. But. No, y'all, it was not it. And don't try and come at me and tell me that that movie was good because it wasn't. Yeah. Like Zach said, y'all don't have a refined palette. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it really came for them. Anyway, I love how this turned into a Wonder Woman. Now we're just talking moment. about movies that we hate. We yeah. should do that one day. The anti-media moment. Oh my god! Wait, that's actually a great, that's a great idea. Oh my god! I would love to talk about movies that I hate. Oh, me too. Okay, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay, but. If it's my turn, it is your turn. Yeah, I'll I need to make good on the promise <laughs> I made last week and mm-hmm. talk about a movie that I I know you were love unabashedly. <laughs> so, you guys, I did go see Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Um, I was the only one in the theater, which was shocking to me, but I was not mad about it because I could cry and laugh unfettered. Um, there was a lot of crying. I I briefly talked I with Ely about this when I saw mm-hmm. her over the weekend, but. There's some emotional shit in the film that I was not expecting. And I had two good cries. Uh, and it's just, it's it's like exactly what I was expecting, but not, I don't mean to say that like in a bad way. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, it's what I was expecting. Right, but I mean, right. it's like in the best way. Like I had really high expectations because um, I just fell in love with the trailer and I just love Marcel Lachelle. And with was, shoes on. With shoes on. And it was just great. Like it, it was such a good like adaptation of, for those of you who don't know, like he's a character that originated in only three YouTube videos. I think people think that there was a lot more. There's only three um, that were made by the director, Dean Fleischer. They were viral, honey. They were viral. Yes. Um, but the origination was, of the name. Yeah. The first one was 2010. The second one was 2013. The last yeah. one was 2014. Then all of a sudden 2022, there's a movie um, <laughs> by the, by the guy who created it um but what i think was kind of genius about this is they kind of like recon they, they contextualize the irl like stardom of marcel the shell into the movie and so they like in the movie we see dean fleischer camp like the actual director he's playing like the director of this like documentary that is the movie it's kind of meta oh, um that is meta. yeah and we see him create the videos that went viral back in 2010 in, oh, in IRL, wow. but in the movie it's right now. Right. And so like TikTok can be evolved and whatnot. Um, so I thought that was really clever. And there's some like callbacks to very famous lines from particularly the original video that they expand upon that I thought were really fucking funny. <laughs> Apparently Jenny Slate, who does the voice of Marcella Shell, did a lot of improving, which usually is not great for films but i think it works really well in this context because it's kind of vignette um like especially the first half hour is very much like just vignettes kind of um and building up marcel's like viral fame and then the the remaining hour is really diving into like the search for his a family that got separated from him ah! um and uh yes it was funny heartwarming uh actually like kind of profound this is it's like a movie that can be enjoyed by anyone but i do think it's for grown-ups um because it just has very like simple messages about like appreciating life it kind of has similar messages to soul the pixar film did you did you watch that no because i knew it was gonna make me cry sorry oh i love that film that's one of my favorite pixar films has very high um Rotten Tomatoes score, Marcel, the show with shoes on. Oh, yeah, it's at 99%, I believe. That is wild. Earned. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's earned. In, in Soul, it had a very simple message about how, like, the meaning of life doesn't have to be some, like, grand thing that we're all reaching for. Like, literally, the meaning of life could be 
the meaning you find in the small mundane moments. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something beautiful about soul. And the, this film says something kind of similar. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was great. I think everyone should watch it regardless of if you even heard of Marcel before it's very short, like credits are rolling. I think at like 85 minutes, um, wow. so it's very digestible. And like I said, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Uh, if you love 60 minutes, you have to watch this because that's part of the plot, like pretty heavily. And <laughs> Leslie Stahl actually makes an appearance in this movie. Stop. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, she was great. Very lovely, like stop motion animation. Wow. I loved it. It is my second favorite film of the year so far. You guys don't have to guess what number one is. Um, it will stay number one. Probably uh, forever. TBD to see if this will stay number two, but I thought it was amazing wow it was very i'm happy. very happy for you yes if it was playing at regal i would go see it again but for some reason it's not so i can't use my regal unlimited awful um, but that's okay <laughs> they're showing mrs harris goes to paris but they're not showing oh. marcel the shell oh on, you know you got a preference Yikes. for granny movies apparently <laughs> no i'm just kidding that was offensive i should not say that there's oh. nothing wrong with granny movies it's fine you know, if you enjoy like Downton Abbey and stuff like that, whatnot, love that for you if it makes you happy. But I personally think Regal should be showing Marcella Shell. It's got 20 screens. What's the excuse? There I is know. None. And with Thank a 99% Rotten Tomato score, it's like, yeah. why aren't you showing? Like, you want to make bag or not? Yeah, I do think it was a little misleading. Like the, the, so it, it went, it went to more theaters, let's just say last Friday. That's why I was able to see it. Uh, and some of the like ads I was seeing said, Marcel Lachelle now nationwide. And I looked now for context, you guys, there's about 4,400 screens in the nation. Um, so like the biggest blockbusters will show it basically all the screens. Marcel Lachelle only opened, expanded up to like 190 theaters. Uh-oh. And they were saying like nationwide. Mm, I don't know about that, you guys. <laughs> Nationwide, I think you have to be at around a thousand to safely say that. I think questionable, yeah. Yeah, um, but if it's near you, I think you should seek it out because Zach recommends. Wow. Yes. Super cute. That's the end. And that's the tea on that. Hey, it's been a minute since we've had a less than an hour episode. I think this might be one of them. <laughs> we should stop talking now if we want to ensure that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, have a good night. Go follow the Glee version. Like I said, please. Thanks. Yeah, like I did, but you so wrongly accused me of not. I'm so I'm so sorry. Let I the record s- show. Yeah, I'm gonna give myself a good slap on the wrist for that. Ow. As you should. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hurt that badly. Come on. Ow. It could be worse. I could have army hammer nibbling on my wrist. Okay. (laughs) Have a good night, everyone. Okay. Have a good night. Bye.